if you're focused and passionate and driven, um, you can achieve anything you want to achieve in life. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And a lot of things that we want to do, a lot of places we would like to go, a lot of things we would like to experience. Here's how to really cash in on this year. Number one, get serious. Life is serious. That's basically it. I hit record. Can I tell you a funny anecdote before we start? I forgot to mention. Sure. I was with my girlfriend's family. Ew. On Sunday, I know. And now I like them. Um, but I met her cousin like in the summertime, mm-hmm. and he knows I do comedy. And he told me, he's like, which I don't agree with. He was like, <laughs> um, he was like, I don't find any women comics funny to you. And I was like, yeah, I told him some. And then like, he's like, yeah, you deal with like PC and like people getting offended. And I saw him yesterday, and I swear to God, he asked me who my favorite comedian was, and I told him Daniel Tosh. And he was like, oh, I don't really like Tosh, because uh, he made a Kurt Cobain joke. What? Oh, gee. This is what we have to deal with as comedians. Like, Cancel this, culture. This yeah. is what we have to deal with. I know. You got canceled at your girlfriend's family at a hibachi Tosh, restaurant oh Tosh no is, Tosh is one of my favorite comedians because unlike I know everybody thinks that I'm such a you know pro feminine I talk about my vagina all the time I'm basically like and I've said this to a couple people I I've always felt like a, a male comedian trapped in a woman's body because and it it I don't know if it's weird for you guys to hear that because all I talk about is my pussy and my vagina and all this kind of stuff are but, you trying to say that there's a man inside you right now <laughs> Hey, I'm sitting at the chair. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a few feet away. So My answer to everything tonight is going to just be, I wish. I wish. And then everything I'm going to say is, hey, my hands are over here. <laughs> I'm, that's why I'm filming this. So there's no allegations. Yeah. I'm you can't here. claim anything. You yeah. know what I mean? And then it's- I... Then I can't claim anything that, <laughs> yeah. that you guys tried something on me. That's yeah. right. So everyone's everyone's uh, covered legally for this, right? Nice. I'm not even I'm I'm not even filming this for the podcast. I'm doing this for legal reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, let's get into it. The uh, Brett Talk podcast uh, here at Gold Knox Studio with producer Jeremy. What's up, Brett? None much, and I'm here sitting with a very funny, my friend, a very good person. Very uh, good pizza person. Oh, I love pizza. We're talking about pizza. Sorry, guys. I'm doing this off the top of my head. It's not going to be perfect, but she's awesome. I'm with Melissa Logsdon. And I'm perfect. So that oh, was, that was good. That was good. I liked how you, how you did all that. You Thank you. Hardest working Cleveland Le- lady least in comedy hard- for pizza. Right. Right. For pizza, I'll be the hardest working. But for comedy... Least hardest working. Tell tell the audience about that seasoning you have. Oh my gosh, I I kind of don't want to give it away because okay. I feel like, but no, I don't. No, care. You, you don't. You don't have to. It's literally them. no. I I can't eat a pizza without putting pizza seasoning on it first, and it's literally pizza seasoning. That's what it says on the jar. I get it from one of those bougie like stores at the mall. You know mm-hmm. those food kitchen stores yeah. um, where it's like $85 for one dinner plate. Um, but yeah, 
and that's what I do. I've, I almost have resorted to putting it in my purse and, or keeping it like in my car because sometimes, you know, you're not always home to eat pizza. That's true. You know, and I mean, I do carry espresso powder in my car and in my bags. For like I, tiramisu? <laughs> No. You do lines of it in the bathroom? I wish. Right. Yes. I'm going to try that tonight. Nice. But we're not here to talk about stand-up. We're not here to talk about pizza, but we did. Melissa's going to come on and give us some advice on acting. That's right. And I'm terrible at it. So it should help me. Thank Uh, you. Listen, with me behind Mm -hmm. the director's thing, I know I don't sound very good right now, but... Um, no, you're good. You're killing I, it. Before I ventured into stand-up, unwillingly, by the way, just so it's on the record, um, I... What's that supposed to mean? I did a lot of acting, and once an actor, always an actor. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say I used to be, or I, you know, once you're an actor, you're always an actor. Um, and I have a very extensive background in acting, and there's a lot to it. And there's a lot of people out there that would love to, you know, do what Tom Cruise does or all these people. I know it's, you know, not yeah. necessarily that big of a level. You know what I mean? There's only enough room for so many A-list actors in this world. That's true. Know? And this room has three of them. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, anybody can be an actor. The cool thing about acting is you can be black, white, fat, skinny, mm-hmm. man, woman, you know – there's there's no you know there there are no um what do you call it um uh, they're not going to say no to any, any no, anything no, no prejudices right everyone is needed in um acting so anyone can do it but unless it's the oscars then it gets well, pretty prejudiced right so Anyone can do it, but, you know, you should probably, it'd be nice to know a couple of things, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't even know where I would start with that. Pretend um, like you're on the street and I come up to you and I hold a gun to your head. Okay. And I'm like, give me th- some good acting tips for a person who's first starting. Okay. Well, since the gun's to my head, I'll I'll give you at least Thank one you. tip. Thank you. Your this is like is stand-up for you. Right. So you said three things? I don't know. Or just one. One will save your life. Well, first of all, you got to have pictures of yourself because, Mm -hmm. you know, that's when you're going to audition. And like I say, even if it's just local independent projects or or whatever, you're going to have to send your your little package, which is, you know, photo, your headshot, and resume and stuff like that. Um, and you just got to start doing stuff to build up your resume because you're not going to have a resume. Mm-hmm. got to start building it up. So just um, get online. Now with all the so- social media, you know, there's all kinds of people looking for projects, you know, independent films and all that, like especially with the schools like yeah. CSU and all that, the college students for their thesis films or whatever, they're always looking for people to uh, act in their in their scripts they've written, not that they have to turn in for their class and stuff like that. So that's cool. I um, so I wanted to give advice like on stand up and tell me if this works for acting. Okay. So I read this in a stamp comedy book. It said to practice timing, and this is how I got like good at timing 
leave a voicemail, but pretend like when you practice and you like it's how you practice so you can hear yourself. But when you want to tell a punchline to a joke, pretend you're telling somebody like you're giving someone a phone number. So you're like two one six, two ten, one two three four. Like how you pause. Right. Do you think that could help with like acting for timing and scenes and stuff? Oh, for sure. That's one of the first things I learned that you have to imagine that person, your scene partner, is there because when you're doing an audition in front of someone in a mm-hmm. room full of people or a self tape, you have to have this person in your mind. Who are you talking to? Because the script is not going to work. First of all, the script is just words. Yeah. So if you just read it as those words, you're not getting the job. So, And the only way to make it work is to imagine your scene partner. And yeah, you're not going to talk to somebody like, hi, how are you today? I had coffee. I was at that. You're not just going to read these words off. You're going to interact. So yeah, it is totally the same thing. So... And that's why a lot of comedians go into acting and sitcoms and all that. Because yeah, mm-hmm. and also they're desperate <laughs> for <laughs> for like, money. If like, anyone's hiring like me, and not you, <laughs> look me up, please. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and another another thing about um, so yeah, so you get it, you get your picture, you start getting auditions, mm-hmm. you're going to start getting scripts, and they're like, not going to send you necessarily the whole script, you know. They're just going to send you what they want you to audition for. It could be the beginning, the middle, or the end of the script. And it's going to seem really weird when you get it because it's just going to be a couple lines, you and another character. Mm-hmm. And um, so I brought a, a script that I actually wrote. Okay. I, I have a little snippet of it, and I thought maybe we could, you know, act it out since you and Jeremy have never seen it before, and it's like a cold read. That's what they call it, you know. I mean, this is more like voice acting at this point. Oh, yeah. I'd love to. Yeah. So um, let's just uh, pull it up here. All right. So the the script has three characters, Gina, Travis, and Dad. So, Brett, you can play Travis, the nine-year-old. Jeremy, you can be Dad. No, I will. (laughs) He's my dad. (laughs) And I'm going to be Gina. And Gina actually starts off the script, so we're just going to run through it. Okay, so here's the script we received. All right. Oh, wait, wait. Yes. Did you mention you wrote this? I wrote this, yes. I wrote this for um, a class that I I took um, at the Imposters Theater in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. And this is script writing Mm -hmm. one. And, uh, yeah, so I wrote this. This is is basically like your SNL-type sketch, you know. All right, so here we go. I will start it off. All right. <clears throat> and I'll also read the stage directions in between. Okay, here thank we you. go. <clears throat> yeah, thank you, because I'm right. a terrible reader. All right, here we go. Well, hello there. I didn't realize I ordered a tall, hot chocolate. Hold the whip. See, I'm holding the whip. Gina holds up the can of whip topping and laughs uncontrollably. The dad begins to chuckle uncomfortably. (laughs) Go ahead, Travis. Ask the nice lady if you can have a sample. You can have anything you want, Travis. You're just a little cutie pie. She peels a banana slowly as if she is undressing it as she makes eye contact with dad and then quickly 
slices a few pieces and pops them onto two shortcake samples. Do you think your daddy would like to pop one of these in his mouth? Gina holds the samples up, one in front of each of her breasts, and starts to laugh uncontrollably. Oh my, is it hot in here, or is it just your dad, Travis? Dad, what's happening? Gina brings a fan from underneath the table and turns it on. Oh wait, let me add the caramel syrup. Gina holds a shortcake sample with one hand and seductively drizzle syrup all over it while unbuttoning her shirt with the other hand. She goes into a trance-like state, slowly tossing her hair from side to side as if the wind is blowing through her hair. Dad puts his hands over his son's eyes. Hold on, I switched my camera. (laughs) Uh, Oh, okay. We got to get to that appointment, Travis. Come on, let's go. But Dad, I want some banana shortcake. You're too young for a banana shortcake. Now, I said, let's go. But I want banana shortcake. I'm sure your mom can make some for you. But I want her banana shortcake. Dad drags Travis from the samples table. Okay, and that's it. So that was nice. I don't feel good about my performance. We go from the top. (laughs) I thought it started hot. It was good. We all did good. So did you get the scene? Did you get what was going on there? From Yes. Yeah, there? Gina's a slut. She, <laughs> Gina is the uh, samples lady at the grocery store. And Travis has a sweet tooth. <laughs> <laughs> and, For uh, sluts. And dad, is, <laughs> and dad is married, and she, as hard as Gina tried, he just yeah. he just wasn't having any of it. Yeah. His wife better appreciate him when he goes home. <laughs> yeah. We're G- a sex-positive podcast, by the way. We are, except like affairs and adultery then will hurt you right just kidding i I don't condone violence on my podcast so yeah and i know we're on the podcast here so it's they're they're not necessarily i guess getting to see the scripts we have the scripts up here um we're looking at and so there's uh, no excuse for me not being able to read Right. <laughs> well, no. I, I had to read on my phone because I can't read it from here. My vision's terrible. Yeah. But, yeah, it, you know, as an actor, you have to be ready to take on any role, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't know what is out there, you know, what roles are going to be out there. And you really don't want to be – I mean, maybe some people want to be typecast, yeah. but I don't know. I oh. guess – I would love to be typecasted. As what type of character? Yes. <laughs> it's anything. Anything. Okay. Tell me who I am and I'll be that. Right. Exactly. Like a Seth Rogen. Right. Like I don't think you are, but like you could like play it. Yeah. Yeah. And see, like I said earlier, you don't have to be hot to be an actor. Seth Rogen. Example. I thought about to say Jeremy. It's like, <laughs> it's like, holy cow. I think Jeremy's attractive. <laughs> right in my own studio, oh, too. The, the amount of disrespect. I, like, I, I'm like decompressing from that. I, I thought it was about to be an awkward moment, but. Yeah. It's ironic. I mean, you know, I, I, you know, I feel bad. I'm sitting here saying, oh, you don't have to be attractive in here. I'm this, you know, 10 out of 10, you yes. know. It's, it's, <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm like so, a 10. Right. <laughs> I'm like a Swedish 10. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, laugh track. (laughs) That was me acting. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. 
That was very fun. Uh, what made you come up with like this idea about? Uh, I like, I like the details because what's very important, I think, in like any type of media, what's funnier is details. Like right. cake isn't funny, mm-hmm. but banana shortcake's yeah, funny. Exactly. Yeah, not like I'm trying to like mansplain your script to you. <laughs> Thank you. I wasn't sure what it was about. I'm just kidding. I'm glad I could be here. Well, and when you don't, and there aren't always scripts involved in acting, so let me tell you this story. So um, part of my extensive acting career, um, when I was hot and heavy with it, was um, I did a lot of the Crime Stoppers for local Cleveland television. Oh, really? Um, Shout out to Sean Reck. And um, yes, and uh, so I didn't have a script. For that, but I had to act, and what I was doing was portraying the missing or the deceased victim that they're trying to get justice for, and I would have to reenact their death. I've been shot in the head, stabbed in the stomach, thrown down a flight of stairs. I was oh strangled God. to death twice. I couldn't swallow for like a week that one time. Oh, nice. um, but I've had, I've, I've been, I was shot in the head the one time from a distance from the side. And the blood packet, when it exploded, or however yeah. they, I don't even know how it happened, um, but it, it like, I guess my eyes looked all bloody, mm-hmm. and they were worried that something was wrong, you know, that I was, something was wrong because the blood, um, but I wore contact lenses, so okay. it was just the, the blood around there. Did you but, play anyone famous? Um, famous cases? Yeah, like anyone we would know? Probably not, uh. no, but I, I, but here's the thing, I did... Crime Stoppers, Cleveland, Miami, Chicago, oh, wow. um, yeah, all different ones. And what we would do is they would go there and get the the footage, yeah. and then I wouldn't have to travel. I would shoot all my because like I was in a bar in Miami, quote mm-hmm. unquote, but I was really in a bar in Cleveland. But we they shot the outside of the actual bar. They went mm-hmm. to Miami, shot all that, all the palm trees, all the street and the neighborhood. And then I would be in a bar inside Cleveland in this bar doing the reenactment scene, and then they would put everything together. So were like any of them like funny? Um, no, oh. <laughs> they weren't. <laughs> I mean, I guess the the one that does make me laugh though was <laughs> I I the one where I was um, thrown down a flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, it was this little old lady, so I had a wig and a mm-hmm. house coat on to make me you know look like older. Um, they would just show bits and pieces. I had these big bottle pop glasses on that were actual prescription, and I couldn't like I had to wear them off my nose because I couldn't see. And um, I did my own stunts. Oh, nice. Um, we actually had to have a police escort because the we would have to shoot in the exact locations, and they weren't some of the best neighborhoods. And it would be at night. We had you know because that's when it took place. And but I had the best time. Oh my God, that's the best funny. Time. And Sean, which he was the head of the Crime Stoppers, yeah. he's actually um, in the process of trying to bring it back. For the past five or six years, he's been working with um, what's his name, the guy that does the. Um, he walks in and and Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. He's been working with Chris Hansen for the past five or six years um, on a couple of different projects, and um, so yeah, that whole thing just fascinates me because I'm all about the murder shows and crime stuff and all that so i can't believe like you would go to places where people were actually yes i had to lay face down in this remote area in this grassy area somewhere in a bad area in cleveland and um the grass you know it's at night the grass is wet i don't know if it's dog pee is it dew i don't know but i don't have time to think about it because we got to get this shot we're like on a schedule you know um but there's nothing better i mean it was just like 
the most amazing thing to be um, in front of the camera. I've done so many days and nights where I was on a set for 16 hours straight and you don't eat anything and you barely drink oh or eat God. anything. And it's in Cleveland, a lot of times I yeah. would shoot and you're getting frostbite in the morning because we're doing these outside mm -hmm. shoots and then by mid-afternoon you have sunburn. Like, oh, yeah. You know, so it's just like, I mean, I would literally be outside shooting starting at like 8 a.m., probably as early as like 8 a.m. Mm -hmm. outside and all day. I've I've done a lot of shoots like that, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., day after day after day, and yeah. That's wild. So. Sorry I kept saying it was funny, but it is to me. Yeah. Sorry, I hope that wasn't rude. No, no. It's, I mean, it's. It's it's a lot of fun and fun can turn into funny because we have to keep ourselves sane with you know stuff like that. Did you ever have lines like no no please don't? Um yeah I I I remember doing a lot of that um the the time when I was stabbed in the stomach, uh, strangled to death. Um, and the weird thing about shooting scenes like that yeah. is you have to have a safe word and it just is weird. Like it's, you do, you know, well, you do, but wow. you do because no, I believe you. you want it to, you know, cause when you're acting, it looks real because some of it is real. You have to, some of it has to be real. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. How do I get the job as being the strangler? <laughs> I can hook you up. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I have a lot of connections. So Don't definitely. get typecasted, Brett. Oh I boy. Won't. Just... My hands, they'll just know me by people that care about my hands. Yeah. The world's nicest strangler. Yeah. yeah. I'll be getting like gold bond commercials. <laughs> yeah. Don't strangle a person to death with dry, cracked, itchy hands. You know, there's a uh, a girl in Cleveland that does amazing uh, headshots, and she does t like thousands of them. And, um, we should reach out to her and see if she can. You'll be the first person to have the hand shot instead of the oh, head yeah. shot. Because I don't, she, I bet she probably has never done um, uh, a hand shot before. She'd probably do it for free just shout, to have it in her portfolio. Shout yeah. out to Shannon Marillo. Um, yeah. yeah. Nice. That's crazy. Sorry to get too derailed off. Mm. I care about your advice on acting. I think it's like really good. I think people are learning a lot, and if they're not, they should be paying attention mm -hmm. um, right. to this. Yeah, because there's a lot of <clears throat> money to be made in acting, and um, there's, you know, the other thing, too, about it is, you know, you you there's no formula to it. So you could be mm -hmm. one of those people that could literally shoot to, like, start them and be like that A-list actor, mm -hmm. you know, especially with social media today. I mean, Jeremy could do it. You could, you know, uh -huh. <laughs> if anybody in this room could do it. Taking shots at Jer Bear. <laughs> I, I deserve it. I'm just kidding. She's I've, I've been sitting in the back here, so I deserve it. Yeah. So yeah, um, <laughs> there's 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 a lot involved, and wardrobe is very important. Mm -hmm. They talk a lot about uh, hair and makeup. I want to make this as murky and as clear as possible for your listeners at Thank the same you. time. <laughs> That's perfect. You're doing yeah. great. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Because every every other workshop that you go to, I should have said this in the beginning, mm -hmm. but every other acting manager or workshop or class or whatever that you go to, they're all going to tell you the opposite stuff. So this person's going to say, oh, you have to have straight hair. Mm -hmm. And the next person's going to say, you have to have wavy natural hair. And then the next one's going to say, you have to have, you know, 
all solid colors in your wardrobe and the next one's going to say you got to have stuff with patterns and polka dots. It's ridiculous. It's it just is annoying. So is it like different for like each like set and stuff or like no. each person on the same set? No, I'm just saying oh. in general oh. like the acting business, everybody is a know-it-all oh, as far as yeah. people who are somebody in charge and but they're all telling, you know, they're so if you're trying to research I want to be the best actor. What's the best blah 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 to do or to buy or to do? and they're all going to tell you something different. And they're all not wrong. Yeah. But they all think they're right yeah. and their way is the only way and that's where you want to not get caught up. <laughs> Cuz like you said there's no like one formula to do it. So like in like acting it's creative so like mm-hmm. everyone has their own idea and like you're right like solids or polka dots right. or right. straight hair. Or, yeah. So, yeah. some solid advice. Yeah. Yep. It's a, the acting business, if you don't watch, can be a very, very heavy pay to play oh. area, you know? So, so you got to make sure it's not wrong to pay to play, but oh. make sure it's going towards the right. Oh. You're in, you know what I mean? You're yeah. not just throwing it some strange guy on the street corner that's you know, yeah. <laughs> trying to lure you into his acting tent or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Come into my acting cardboard box. <laughs> I've fallen for that couch thing before. <laughs> the casting couch? Is what he's talking about? Oh, that's yeah. what it's called? There's a name for it now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to one after this. Yeah, <laughs> I know what a casting couch is. I am female. See my vagina here? Yes, I... Been invited to the casting couch quite mm-hmm. a few times, but that's not why you got invited here. Right? There's it's, no couch here. There's no co- no. We there's can't no couch it. in this room. Oh, I was gonna say we'll get a couch and the vagina will come. The coffee table's <laughs> the size of a twin bed, though. That's what's kind of creepy. It is. It's, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like you know if you look at it, it's like from an old bowling lane. Right. <laughs> yeah. So there's been a lot of balls on that. Oh, <laughs> well. hey oh. My instincts were correct then. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. That well, would explain the air mattress in the corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, all the cameras. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, what I do for money for the, to keep this studio afloat is my business. <laughs> oh, it's not an air mattress. Sorry, it's a sound blocker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that's even worse. Yeah, uh, it's sound insulation. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, my funny. gosh. Is there a camera I can look into and blink three times to make everyone know I don't feel safe? I Which, believe that oh, one. That one, okay. <laughs> Which, I mean, honestly... If they haven't listened this long and they know you're not safe, they should be listening and paying attention. Right. I said I was going to hold a gun to your head. I wanted to be a strangler. I want to know the one person who heard my words about becoming Tom Cruise because that's the weirdo I want to reach out to me on social media. Mm-hmm. You know. Did, <laughs> did you ever hear about Christian Bale? This is such a popular thing online, but he uh, – his inspiration for the movie American Psycho was from Tom Cruise, I think, on Letterman or in the 90s. Was that it? Wow. I, I thought not... American Psycho was Christian Bale. Right, it is. Who did I say? No, you, no you, he did. Oh. He, oh. I he, heard Tom Cruise. N- no, he said that his inspiration for, oh. for it. Oh, my bad. No, I should have been listening. Because Tom Cruise was acting like a psycho pants. <laughs> oh, okay. Ew. Yeah. 
Creeper alert. Mm-hmm. None of us in this room are creeps. Says I'm not guy. in the room. What uh, are you trying to say, Brett? <laughs> the metaphorical box. I didn't want to say it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, only John Brown listens to this podcast. Luckily. <laughs> yeah. So we, he's the only creep reaching out. We lost our only follower after this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's my fault. I'll take the blame. No, it's all our fault. We all did this. <laughs> We're not just going to single you out and throw you under the bus. We're all going to kill ourselves together. Yeah. Oh, Metaphorically. Last, last thing I would do is throw anybody underneath the casting couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, that was just us acting like creeps. Right, right. Yeah. See, yeah. That's yeah, acting. And scene. That was great. Yeah, you followed oh, the script exactly. Job. See? Thank you. They thank didn't you. even know. That yeah. Movie yeah. magic. That was a script <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Hollywood magic happened. Yeah. That would be awesome if you could just act like a weirdo and just go, sorry, I'm method acting. Like half of the people in Hollywood? Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say the Cleveland comedy scene. Well, <laughs> I didn't want to say it. The guy, like the guy in the other room? Yeah. They say statistically one out of two male comedians in Cleveland are weird, <laughs> and there's two of us here. Mm. I'll gladly take that role. Yeah. That's I mean, I'm just happy to have a part. You're typecasted. Yeah. A creep with a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. That's who I am. Oh, nice. Right. I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. You've given, uh, given a lot of good insight. Right. So you you might, you know, find yourself uh, applying to, a, you know, being a, a show someday. That'd be fun. But yeah, what else? What other advice you got? In so there? let's see what else. So so we did the. Um, I think the last bit of advice I would be was would be to talk about the acting, quote unquote, mm-hmm. in these reality shows. What is yeah. with this? They're they're acting. Like, <laughs> are there scripts? They're acting because they. It's weird. They're getting like IMDb credits. They're getting yeah. these things like act real. Actors get like almost A and B list actors are getting. It's strange to me. Well, so I think what happens is, is like for certain ones because there's different type of realities like game shows and stuff. Right. Like so, like the reality competitions. What they do is like in the Jersey Shore. I think they want like you weren't allowed to watch TV, read, or be on your phone. And you're encouraged to drink alcohol, and they were encouraged to like bang each other. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. Like, oh my god! And people loved it. Yeah, uh, including me. <laughs> but um, and then like so, and like a reality TV show, kind of like Robin Big or something. They're off script, but let's say someone does something funny, and the director likes it or producer, they're like, "Hey, do that again." Right. So it's like. And I'm glad you brought that up because that was another thing I want to talk about that I forgot. So when I was um, doing a lot of acting, I was um, writing a lot of my own scripts. And um, a, a guy that I met at the Cleveland um, Film Festival, yeah, he was actually a comedian. And we um, this was before I really knew I was writing comedy or wanted to be mm-hmm. in comedy. And so we got together and would write stuff and um, we shot a lot of sketches and I found myself directing a lot of them, and I liked myself in that position because I actually could turn this actor into this character I wanted that I had wrote, 
and get to see it happen before my eyes and then get to see him watch it back and say, oh my God, like I did great. Like I totally, you know, with my direction, he became this character that he never thought he could, you know, become and be believable. People actually thought that he was like that in real life because that happens a lot. People think that the character they see on their sitcom every week or a movie, then in real life they're going to be like that way. Yeah. And most of the time it's not, you know what I mean? They're acting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's one of the things too. If you want to be a good actor, you have to be able to take direction and it doesn't really matter what you think. I mean, your input is, Mm -hmm. is good. I would not do it unless they ask for it, but you, that's the only way that you're going to make it is you have to be able to take direction and, um, because it's their vision. Yeah. And also, the other thing that I learned mm-hmm. is when you get a script and you get booked on a, a show or a commercial or movie, whatever it is, you have got to do that script word for word because I found out you can insult the writer. Uh. And that would never happen with one of my projects, yeah. you know, um, because I'm all about improv and, you know, making it work and team efforts and all I see a little bit differently because I've always worn a lot of hats, you know. Mm-hmm. I've been behind the camera, in front of the camera. I've been on sets and I've done PA work, talent, makeup, hair. I, I've done my hair and makeup mm-hmm. on, on myself, other people, you know. But, yeah, that's that's what I learned early on, that you always want to do word for word on mm. the script. That's good advice. Which is hard because you're memorizing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was some good advice, and I had a lot of fun. And a speak yeah. for Jeremy, he had a lot of fun. Yeah, I think Jeremy had a lot. Is he sleeping? By no, the way, no. is it nap time? No, or? I just had so much fun. I was just enjoying the moment. <laughs> he yeah. needs me to talk. Yeah, and I was already spoken for, so I was like, "All right, I could just, <laughs> I just can coast now." We can read each other's minds. We've been doing, we've done it so much in like other room, like the other room. We 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 know. We can finish each other's sentences. Oh my goodness! I'm uh-huh. gonna write that. Do you mind if I write that down? Of course. I'm gonna write that down. Well, thanks for coming. But thanks be- for having me. No problem. Is uh, both our pleasures. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> my pleasure, your pleasure. I don't know. Double your pleasure. Double your. Pleasure. But uh, I I don't know that phrase. Sorry. Um, but uh, would you like to plug your social media or anything you're working on or performing on? Yeah. And, yeah. I uh, uh, So I spend a lot of time on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so it's uh, Melissa underscore Logsdon. Mm-hmm. Um, you can feel free to DM me, comment, like my stuff, um, you know, follow me. I'm on Facebook too. Um, I, what was I going to say? I have a show coming up at the end of... Um, March, I think it's the 30th, and Willowick at Bar Forno. Um, I have that coming up. Um, I don't have a lot of stuff booked right now um, because I am Cleveland's least hardest working comedian Uh for a reason. Um, Typecast. But, yeah, I do a lot of shows and (laughs) and mics, and, yeah, so I'm around. So, yeah, just follow me. I don't have a website or business cards or anything like that because, again, I'm not going to say it. You know why. Because you're um, off the grid. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are business cards I want to get made, though. They have your name on the front, and on the back it just says, please do not contact me. 
That's funny. So I want to get those. I'd like to get those made. If anyone out there makes business cards, please make like 500 of them and send them to me. Mm-hmm. I'd appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. So this has been really nice, and I appreciate you having me on the show. I appreciate you coming on. It was both our pleasures. Right. I'll come anytime and give advice on any topic that uh, you'd like. Definitely have you back. Yeah. Well, thanks, Jeremy. Thanks to you, too. Thanks, Jeremy. It's been a real pleasure over here. Thank you. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks, Brett. And uh, that's all she wrote. Thank you for uh, listening to Brett Talk. Uh, Give me a follow at Brett Thomas on Facebook and Brett Thomas 1896 on Instagram. Uh, please uh, leave a five-star review on anywhere you listen to this podcast. They all help. Thank you.